Witches are reawakening to their power all over the world right now. The world is being reclaimed. We celebrate in gratitude. Welcome to Bossy Bruja Podcast with your host, Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. Ayo is here to encourage and inspire you to live your best, most enchanted life. On this podcast, we'll discuss magic, empowering ideas, powerful spiritual practices, and books to support you on your path. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so grateful you're here. Here's Ayo. What's good, witches? It's Ayo. Welcome back to the podcast. So I am on... (laughs) Back up. I am attempting to get myself on a... Uh, schedule. And in this schedule, I am planning to post a podcast episode either every Monday or every Wednesday. Okay. And today's Wednesday. Okay. And see, to support myself in actually being more consistent online so people have a better idea of when to expect my content. I was supposed to have this recorded days ago so that I could then edit it. Okay. So because that did not happen, <laughs> you are going to be getting a podcast episode that is unedited. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to record this. I'm going to throw it on the internet. I'm across my fingers and I'm going to go label some more bottles. We have about 500 bottles that we, um, that we poured we ran out of two uh two ounce bottles again so we're ordering some more in but we're just gonna go ahead and start packaging what we can package now we only have about 500 more orders to do since i've been in the desert we've probably had a total of maybe 2,000 orders and this was a huge backlog (laughs) because in march of this year all of my well not all of them but a handful of my business partners flew to miami took some time off from work to sit with them and to coach them to go uh, through a a three-day event with them. And I was supposed to have someone come in and help um, to like co-host the event because I knew I had to work. She said she was coming (laughs) up to the last day of the event, never showed. So I'm trying to manage, you know, hosting all these people who have flown into my city and get work done. It was a complete shit show. I actually had one person end up quitting the business because I was not spending enough time with them, (sighs) which just put me in a really... Oh, that pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Anytime people approach me like I'm not doing enough when they when they can't fucking touch the amount of work that I do, it really annoys me. So that ended up happening in March. And then I decided towards the end of... I, I'm not sure if I had already made the decision, but I know that I was packing my home shortly thereafter and preparing to relocate across the country to beautiful Nevada. I wanted to come here because I wanted more space. Okay. I wanted, um, more support, more assistance with the business, getting orders done. I have some friends out here and I thought that things would go a little bit differently. Here's how they actually went. So I relocate (laughs) here by April and my ex-boyfriend was responsible for uh, I hired his company because in my mind, hiring a black owned company, hiring a company of a, even though we're exes, still a friend, hiring a company of someone I know just makes more sense to me than hiring some strangers and giving them my thousands of dollars. So I ended up hiring him, paid him $5,000 for the entire <laughs> move. And Oh, it was a shitty job. I'm mean, just, I told him to, I told him to, I told him to his face. That was a shitty job. Um, they were supposed to have cleaners come in and, you know, clean the home afterwards. Instead, there were th- holes in the walls and things broken and trash left everywhere. Some of my boxes left there. I had my, some of my um, Orisha's. Oh my God. I remember opening a box and one of my orishas was packed in with shoes. It just was, and only people who, only spiritual people can understand how heart wrenching that was. How, like, to open up 
a box and see Elegua with shoes, with my nasty, filthy, dirty I couldn't, I just, I don't even have words. Okay, it was, so many things were broken. Things from my altars were broken. Things were lost. And because I was working the business out of my house, a lot of my products were mixed in with my things. My ex had taken like dresses and, and wrapped up very fragile things and like my clothes and just all types of weird packing things that had been done. And I work with a lot of glass. I have some blown glass from Egypt, very, very fragile stuff. I have shell, like I have all types of crystals with, with points that you, you have to protect the points because the points will break off. And then, you know, crystal can no longer do what it was doing. Can't generate with, (laughs) that's no point, you know? Anyway, so all this stuff. (laughs) So I get my stuff and I'm like, where is this? You know, I'm like trying to pack orders and I'm like, where is the sage? Well, this actually, that's a month later. Okay. So we move our stuff here and I've been looking for an apartment. I was pretty confident that I could find a place within a few days. It took me a month. Here's why it took me a month. And this is something that I fully did not obviously anticipate. When I got here, I was living in a hotel. The hotel was $150 a night. I ended up staying there for a month. So you do the fucking math. Okay. And how my accounts were being drained. And because my boyfriend had not called in cleaners, cleaners would have been two to $300 to get a 2000 square foot home, nice and spiffy for um, my landlord to come and do the final walkthrough. My ex-boyfriend knows how to patch up walls. He did not do that. So the place was a, was a wreck. So the $2,500 I was supposed to get back, which would have been very helpful when I'm paying $150 a night for a hotel, I did not get back because the house was trashed. And I felt so bad because some of y'all used to watch my videos where I would show you pictures of my fine ass landlord. I felt so bad and so embarrassed. And it's, I don't very, I don't often get embarrassed. I was very embarrassed about how the property was left. So we are here. And me and, you know, I moved here with a, a girl who was supposed to be helping. I'll get to that later. But I'm here. I'm in this hotel. I'm looking for a home. And I am having a very difficult time getting into a home. We have plenty of money. I have a reference letter that was written for me <laughs> before the move was complete. <laughs> Thank God. Cause it was like, yeah, she's an amazing um, tenant. She pays her bills on time. Definitely. And I had two recommendations from the two last properties I lived at in Miami. So everything was good on that front. My credit fucking sucks, but I always get what I want no matter what the credit is doing. So I'm looking for a home, looking for a home, looking for a home. Now, the girl who came here with me was supposed to be, the plan was we're going to move to Vegas. We're going to live together, get these orders out. You're going to make some money. We're going to get you a place. I was fully expecting to pay for her to move into the place, like whatever the entry fees are. So, um, she could handle her first month, but whatever the other fees were, usually an additional month, uh, maybe a security deposit or, you know, whatever the, the other money was to move in. So I'm looking for a place every day. I'm online going to these properties and I thought that she was doing the same thing. Turns out she was looking for her own place instead of looking for a home and or a storefront big enough for us to work out of. Even though living in that hotel was very expensive, I didn't care. For me, it was, she was staying with one of our other friends who was actually her best friend. So she was, she was fine. Maybe not the most comfortable thing to do to live with other people, but this was a, this was go time. It was game time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who cares if I have to pay $150 a night for this hotel? Who cares if you have to crash at your friend's house? If it's only going to be a for a short amount of time, let's find a storefront. Let's get this stuff out of storage because, you know, had to drop things off in storage. Some of my things are at, um, our, our friend's house. Most of the work stuff there got a little bit of work done, but not much. 
Who cared? Like the most important thing in my mind was let's get these orders done. Let's get into a place where we can work, pour a fuck ton of bottles. I got to order some stuff from Miami to me. When my truck was packed and we got the biggest U-Haul we could get, it was packed to the nine. I couldn't bring my sofa. I couldn't bring my living room table. There were some pieces of decor I couldn't bring. That thing was packed to the, the nine. I had packed my entire home, my entire life, and my entire business into this truck. Okay. Plus we both had things in our own cars. So (laughs) I don't, I'm not a minimalist. I don't know what to fucking say about it. Okay. So I am wanting to find this place. Let's find a storefront. If not a storefront, then a big ass house. We can work out of the house. You can stay with me, make a little bit more money. She instead was going to look at apartments every day for herself. This was the first this was the first major problem. This was the first strike, okay? Because virtually nothing in my mind and my life, things cannot come before the business that is paying everyone, that is paying our bills and taking care of us and whatnot. And that would be paying her if she, you know, was on task. So I had to call my sister in North Carolina because my sister went to college here. So she has a lot of contacts out in Nevada. And I said, please help me find a house. So she called one of her friends who's actually a realtor. I um, got in contact with her realtor friend and she ended up finding me a house in just a matter of few, a few days and didn't even charge me a fee. I don't know if she charged my landlord a fee. All I know is I never paid her. (laughs) And she never, like, there was no, nothing. She just was happy as hell to help. That's how wonderful my sister is. It's people just really are down for her. So we got into this big, beautiful 4,000 square foot house. I was able to move everything. Um, My boyfriend called some of his friends and we were able to move everything from my friend's house and from storage into this house. Now we're in a place where I'm opening up those boxes and I'm seeing my Elegua is in there with my flip-flops and I am (laughs) in a rage. I'm pissed off. I'm calling the ex. I'm cussing him the fuck out. Like we hadn't been together for a year, but again, we're friends. So he was getting a real cuss out, y'all. <laughs> I really will go off on my, my real friends. He was getting a cuss out. So I'm over here and we're trying to open everything. And because he did the one thing I asked him not to do, the one thing, two things, I asked him not to break anything. And I asked him, please do not mix my home things with the business things. Can anybody guess why I asked him not to do that? Because when it's time to work, I need to be able to find a bottle of Florida water, some sage bundles, the oils. I need to be able to find the things so I can pack the things and ship them. He ignored everything I said. So instead of just having to unpack the things for the store, I had to unpack my entire house, which of course took more time. So now I'm looking through everything. This is taking days, days and days and days and days. I don't know if you've ever moved before. I don't know if you've ever moved a three bedroom house before, you know, with a a full library and wardrobe and all these things in a full store. I don't know if you've ever had to do that kind of a thing before, but this is not something you can get done in a matter of hours. This is days and days and days we're talking about. So we finally get everything unpacked, had a couple of my friends slash clients come over and help. And thank you guys so much. One of them, let me tell you, one of the guys, because it was a man um, and his, his ex-girlfriend, they came over. This man was in here mopping my floors, cleaning stuff up, breaking down boxes, taking things to the garbage can, just in here working. And ask me, I don't even want you to pay me nothing. Just, just happy to help. He's a Libra. Tell me why I was going through my, and this is like two months later, I was going through the orders and he had ordered a thousand dollars worth of products. A thousand. He was my biggest order because at one point I just, because usually what I do is I go and order. Sometimes I'll go through and I'll just send out all of the orders. That's one item. I went through (laughs) 
And I made everything filter through who paid, who spent the most. So I could get the biggest orders out first. My biggest order was $1,000. The next one was 550 And it was him. This man had been in my house. He had seen me melting down. He had helped me open and unpack and break things down and clean it up and clean the floor, all this stuff. Helped me set my Santa Morte altar back up because that was another priority. Her altar had to be up. He's a devotee as well. And never said anything to me about him having an order, an outstanding order. I didn't even know. It was two months later, because I'm still doing the orders um, in order. And his girlfriend said, um, or his ex-girlfriend said, he wanted to, he was asking, because I sent her to the store to print up um, packing slips, little receipts that come in your, your packages. And she said, we were going through the orders and he asked me if I thought his might be in there. And I cut the stack and his was on top. She was like telling it to me because it was like a, like synchronicity, like a, like, isn't this weird that he asked me about this paper and out of 500 sheets, I cut it and it was his right there on top. And I'm like, he has an order. Why didn't y'all tell me? And she's like, oh, he didn't want to bother you. He wouldn't want to bother you. And I'm like, well, let me see the, the page and I will, you know, send you home with the stuff. A thousand dollars worth of product. Girl, I was so, again, embarrassed. Just so... I don't even know. I don't even know what to compare this to. I don't even know how to properly explain it. So grateful as well, but just so down. Just fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. So at one point, but this is before that. This is maybe a month before this, right? Or maybe a month and a half, two months. So I've gotten everything unpacked and I'm like, okay, we need to order more stuff. So I have to make my big list, send it to my, um, my warehouse down in Florida. Please send me these things. Now his usual shipper is R and L carriers, which is a really, really great company. They are wonderful communicators. They send you text message confirmations. They'll call you, schedule the drop off. Are you home driver calling your phone? I'm at the gate. What's the code? Like really, really good but they are very expensive. <laughs> so he decided that instead of working with RNL carriers, he was going to work with a carrier he had never worked with before named Estes. Now, Estes is notorious for losing shit. <laughs> and Estes lost my entire 400 pound pallet for a month. I went up to Estes five times. Where is my shit going off in true bossy fashion? Because at this point, y'all, everyone is ruining my life. <laughs> y'all are trying to sabotage me, ruining my business. Thank God I have cus the kind of customers I do. Because if my, if my customers were not as amazing as they are, there would be no more um, business. Business would be done, okay? Business would be kaput. It would be done, Okay. So they finally end up finding it and they said, well, it didn't have any, it didn't have any writing on it. It was just the boxes wrapped up in, um, Saran or whatever that stuff is, cellophane stuff. It just was a bunch of boxes on the pallet. We didn't, there was nothing on it to identify it. And this is a part of the reason I fucking left Florida. Cause just the idiocy, just the, I just, <laughs> I couldn't stand it. So finally get myself. We start packing orders. And up until this point, we've, we've been doing what we could do. And the girl who's supposed to be helping me is, is she feeling real good. You know, she's free. Got her first apartment. Apparently been on Tinder dating these ugly ass boys out here in Nevada. And she, you know, she's in a relationship. So, I'm, you know, I'm telling her, you know, I work every single day. You don't have to keep asking me if you can come work. Just come to my house. You know where I live. At one point, everybody knew the code to get into my house, get into the gate, everything. 
I had to revoke all that. See, because we went from working at 9 a.m. to not being able to get to my house until after one o'clock in the afternoon. And I that's my fault because I have never been the type of boss. I've only been <laughs> employing people for two and a half years. Um, nah, and I'm not good at it. I'm, I suck. I really, really suck. I need you to understand that this part is fully me because where I could be telling people bring your ass to this house and be here by this time. <laughs> Probably say it in a nicer way though, right? Because people also don't respond well to that kind of rudeness. But where I could be saying, you know, come here at this time or you're fired. I expect people to know that work starts no later than nine because work starts no later than nine unless you work a night shift. I don't know. Um and when they don't know that, I just ghost them. <laughs> just, I, I just stop talking. To, when you when you stop showing up on time, when you start doing things I told you not to do, I just stop talking. The, that's what makes me an awful boss. Bosses, you're supposed to communicate. You're supposed to tell people, hey, this is not how we do it. You're supposed to be willing to remind people 20 million times if you got to. Or, you know... Tell people when they're fired. I don't do none of those things. I don't do that. I don't, it, you know, I usually love an uncomfortable conversation, but when it comes to the work, it is so overwhelming to me that you could know I have hundreds of orders that have been outstanding for months and know that I need help. And instead of saying, um, what kind of coffee would you like? Cause I'm on my way and it'd be eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning at the latest you wait until one o'clock in the afternoon. Now, what ended up happening is she ran out of money, fell behind on the, the rent. And now I'm in a place where, and this is, that's the story that's getting us into the episode of the podcast. Cause now I'm in a place where it's like, I was about to call her complex and pay her outstanding bill. And I talked to my therapist and my therapist was like, hell no. <laughs> I have a black therapist. <laughs> I have a black therapist. And she was like, girl, no. She's like, does she remind you of yourself at that age? Because you are acting like, you're acting triggered, you know? And I'm like, she does remind me of myself at that age, as a matter of fact. And she's like, well, you're no longer there, okay? And we all have to learn our lessons. And that's where I am right now. Lessons, 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 lessons. There was a point at the end of last year, 2020, the beginning of this year, 2021, where I had committed myself to minding my own business. And when I say life was amazing then, amazing the girl who you, even let me tell you because I don't want people to be like oh you're such a you're such a bitch you're an awful person I mean I am an awful person and I am a bitch so where's the lie she came over and she did some work for me one day and then that day she made $800 after that I felt like listen I gotta get back to my orders I'm not trying to allow my business to crash any more than it already has and at this point when you can't, like, when people demonstrate to me that they are unwilling to stick to the very simple plan, I just got to make a new plan. I just got to make a new plan. But I want people to know the full, like, everything that's happening behind the scenes and why I have decided that for the rest of the year, I'm on airplane mode. I'm keeping to myself. I'm unavailable. I'm not talking. I'm not helping. I'm not making plans with y'all. Like, no, I'm not interested. I'm completely unfucking available. I'm unavailable. I'm unavailable. And I have to be this way because people have clearly demonstrated to me that I'm useless to them until they need me that they would rather go off and do some half-assed plan than to stick to the actual plan. You understand? And that's and that's fine. Um because every it's everyone's right to change their minds. And I stand by that. And I've I respect people who make a very conscious and clear um 
decision to change their minds. Here's the only thing though. If you decide to change your mind back to the original plan, if you decide, oh, well, let me include her again. The answer is no. And you know, maybe I'm one of these people who in all, (laughs) who takes, I don't know if y'all do this, but I think I take the memes on the internet entirely too seriously. And there's this one, there's this one meme that said, let people do what they want to do so you can see what they'd rather do. So I think that's part of the reason that I'm not this kind of employer who's like breathing down your neck. Let people do what they want to do so you can see what they'd rather do. I went to sleep last night after my man prepared me a wonderful meal. He went upstairs and labeled 400 or 500 bottles. Let people do what they want to do so you can see what they'd rather do. I still have these outstanding orders. Homegirl texted me the other day. Hey, I can come over and do uh, readings. Let people do what they want to do. I I don't need a reader. I don't have any use for a reader. I need fulfillment especially I need people to come wash bottles and label bottles I've been saying that for six goddamn months I've actually been saying that for years so when people say to me hey I know you've been asking for a drink of water uh for for two years uh I have this bread I have this sandwich uh in my bag that I can give to you is a sandwich water are readings what I asked for, oh, that's something that's going to help you. No, thank you. Here's what people need to understand. Because I'm, I'm prepared for people to, you know, be upset at me for telling you what happened. As opposed to being upset for the people who did the dumb shit. Okay. Why would you talk about this, bossy? Because it's affecting my motherfucking life. It's affecting my mental health. It's affecting my faith in people. It's affecting my relationships. It's the reason bitches are cut off. It's the reason I haven't been around. It's the reason I'm unavailable because it happened to me. And when something happens to me in my life, it becomes my story. And I have a right to my story. And I have a right to feel however the fuck I feel. And you have a right to feel what you feel about it. Okay. Um, and as a journalist, as a writer, <laughs> as a storyteller, I'm be telling my story to the goddamn day that I die. Okay. And that is the fucking shit show of what happened in my transition to Nevada and why I am un- unavailable and why I'm on this new schedule. So my new schedule is so I can get really, you know, really concentrated, really focused in producing my content and getting back into the swing of things. Because on top of all of those stressful things, transitioning itself is an extremely difficult uh, thing to do, okay? And transitioning, it requires you to now settle into your new environment, your new home, make it comfortable for yourself, your family. It's just difficult. It really is. It's difficult out here. So I've been working through those things. But like I said, we're down to like 500 orders now. Got some more stuff coming in. There are shortages everywhere still. We're still in the middle of a pandemic, guys. Like that is not over. Even though I be forgetting. I'm going to be honest with you. I be forgetting it's a pandemic. Even with my mask on at this point, I still still be forgetting that it's a whole pandemic out here. And... Let me tell you, the the stupidest, the dumbest things were in short supply. So like, for instance, bottle caps, there are bottle things I never think of. So eight ounce bottles, you could get the bottle, but you couldn't get the cap or like wicks for candles were in short supply. So those were coming in very delayed. I don't know if all these things come from China or like where they come from, but for some reason, a lot of these things were in short supply. And because people are still out of work or have been out of work, a lot of people are struggling with financial things. And then let me tell you, people apparently 
this is what I was told by my realtor and why it was so took so long to get a home here is because the the landlords were not very trusting at that time because people were um living in the place but not paying for the place. So landlords were following falling behind on like their mortgage payments and shit. And people don't care about that kind of thing. Like people who are withholding payments didn't really care. I don't know if there's anything these mortgage holders can do. Um, not mortgage holders. I think that refers to the bank. Um, but I don't know if there's anything that maybe the, yeah, if the people who have the lord the mortgage whose credit scores are <laughs> attached to whether or not their bills are being paid on time i don't know if there's anything they can do and then what about the people who haven't been paying their rent you still have to pay that when the damn crisis is over what's gonna, maybe it'll be forgiven i don't know what's going to happen though are people going to have to have eviction get evicted have evictions on their credit scores for 7 years what kind of situation are we going to find ourselves in? I feel like this is where I really need to mind my business because I have been feeling so anxious for, for uh, like all of for us. <laughs> I've been feeling so concerned. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? Those of us who have fallen behind on payments, those of us who have been out of work, those of us who, whatever, what are we going to do when this is over? Because you already know big business is going to be forgiven. Are the people going to be forgiven though? Because people are out here sick. People are out here experiencing death. And the the craziest, scariest, weirdest phenomenon that has been happening for the last two years is that uh, people's loved ones have been in hospitals um, and dying alone. Because um, you're unable to go into the, the hospital if a loved one contracts COVID or even if they get sick for something else. Some people were not even able to be admitted to the hospital because hospitals have been chock full of people. They, they've been um, filled up. So people have not been able to go into the hospital. But there are some people who have died in the hospital and they were not able to be surrounded by their family. This year has been crazy dark and i just don't think there's anything we can do in life besides like right now besides work be still meditate and go deeper into our spiritual practices like there's absolutely nothing else like this is such and make, maybe make some plans for the future and I know that there are a lot of people who are still enjoying their life. They're still traveling. They're still out there doing, living their best lives and doing their thing. And I love it. I love to see it. Um, <laughs> but as far as a bit, small business is concerned, even big business, I, I go into some places and I went into a Walmart last night and you still see a bunch of empty shelves. Things are in short supply. Things are delayed. Okay. Now, the good news is, in me keeping to myself, I was finally just like, I'm not hiring another person into my business. <laughs> not another person. That ended up hiring a company to take care of fulfillment. Now, we're in the middle of transitioning everything over to them. We just have to create SKUs for every single product that we have. That means if I have magnetism that comes in three different sizes, we have to have an individual SKU for each, for all three <laughs> times 18, because I have 18 different oils. So whatever, 18 times three, and then all the other things I have um, in the store have to get skewed, labeled with SKUs, we're updating our website so we can move away from the QR codes and just have a more simple way or simpler way where you guys can find um, everything with whew, with the prayers and how to use the oils. That's going to be like an entire um, section of the website itself, but it's really, really cute and very, very simple. So I will let you all know when we're launching that. Um, and then, like I said, going to be working on becoming more consistent with my content. So over on Bossy Bruja Prayers, we do have, um, 
affirmations being released nearly every day. Also have my text crew. If you want to join, you can text 305-930-6705. And I've been sending out money manifestation tips there every single day. I have an online training portal for my students. And yeah, just working on being more consistent and continuing to show up no matter what awful things or awful inconveniences are happening. And you know, with all of these kinds of things happening, you can only imagine all of the emotions, right? My emotions, my friend's emotions, my boyfriend's emotions, people who are helping me, everybody. Emotions, okay? Especially when folks are having money problems and health problems. I'm, you know... I've been struggling with health things for almost the entire time I've had this business. So, you know, there are still a lot of things, private and personal things that have to be taken care of, you know, but I don't know. I will always, I will always be the person who believes that sticking to the motherfucking plan is one of the absolute best things you can do for yourself. And when other people don't want to stick to the plan, (laughs) you got to leave their ass. Let me tell you, I was proposing Bossy Bruja, and not Bossy, I wasn't the name of it, but a business like the one I own now back in 2015, nobody listened. No one listened. So I didn't start that business until the very, very end of like 2019 something in there. And once I started that business, it took off like a rocket. And we're still in the same place where I'm telling people, hey, I have a really good idea. And now you guys can see that it's working. Come work with me. And it's still cricket. So I'm done. I'm so done. I'm about to go hire this little company. Yeah, no, I already did. Get this little company popping. Let them help my work. So I can get more done. I want to write and inspire and study and read and travel and figure out some fucking in-person events. You know, I want to go up to Joshua Tree. We live only four hours from Joshua Tree. I want to go up to Joshua Tree. I want to have some gatherings once the world recovers. I want to take me some mushroom coffee and some ISO tea and and feel amazing. (laughs) Like that's, That's what I want to do. I don't want to be struggling and, and fighting with nobody to package no orders and letting people down and making my customers wait when my customers in real life is the people who got my back like no fucking body else. Okay. I don't want to make them wait. They love me the most, you know, but that's what's been happening. <laughs> my, you know, every story has 20 million uh, versions, but that's my motherfucking point of view and perspective. And it's going to help me, I think, to operate and, you know, do my business in a completely different way in the future. So whereas I would really like to hire a friend's company to come in and move me, I probably will never do that again. And these are the kinds of things that... People who have never been in a certain position will criticize you for. They'll criticize you for not wanting to partner with friends. And they'll criticize you for hiring out, <laughs> you know, and going with a different crew, a different company, whatever. But sometimes that's exactly what the fuck it takes. Because some people are so familiar with you is that their their comfort really... It really conflicts with the professionalism and the level of professionalism that would need to be embodied in order to get a a job done. And this is on both sides. I struggle with this as well. But I'm learning a lot and I hope you all are too. And thank you so much for your patience. And it's been a shit show, but I have every hope, every ounce of optimism that things are only going up from here. And I hope that if you've been going through any kind of difficulties, any similar difficulties that you experience relief here soon. Um, And if you aren't already, I highly recommend that you do some ongoing protection and prosperity works for yourself. Let me tell you, over the course of the last few months, I can't tell you how many tens of thousands of dollars have gone out 
um, to get more products, to ship things, to relocate for all the bills and all this stuff. While I was not restocking my store, I can't even tell you. It ain't nothing but God <laughs> and something birthday and my ongoing prosperity burn. So y'all make sure y'all take care of that and <laughs> take care of yourself. And I'll be back hopefully next week, child. Pray for me. <laughs> Love y'all. Talk soon. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Bossy Bruja Podcast with your host, Aya Fuega. To learn more after the show, visit bossybruja.com. The world is being reclaimed, and we're here for it. Now back to the show. Actually, one more thing. <laughs> so I know it's kind of like I faked you out a little bit. Um, but I wanted to mention the things that I'm doing, if that would be helpful at all. Um, I just did a, a check-in on one of my Instagram pages. Um just to see where everyone is emotionally, mentally, if is everyone okay? And a lot of us are not okay <laughs> right now. Um, so even though we're going through difficult things, I even had one girl say, you know, I'm realizing I'm the problem. That is completely relatable. That's completely relatable in seeing how we are actually causing the issues in our own lives. Um, so I just... Took a break from recording, scheduled another therapy session. That's one of the big things that's helping me. But I wanted to share a couple of other things that are helping me um, kind of reset after such a messy, shitty transition, which I'm grateful that I survived. (laughs) So one of the first things, um, which I did mention in the earlier part of this episode, is that I've created a schedule for myself and I'm working really hard to stick to it, even though it's not a convenient or perfect time to start implementing the new schedule. Like, when is it going to be a perfect time? You know what I mean? We old enough, grown enough, been alive long enough to know that the perfect moment ain't coming. So what I'm doing is I'm simply implementing the schedule now and sticking to it because, you know, it's the best I can do. I know that after a few weeks of being on this schedule, things are going to be flowing very nicely, but I have to work to that point. Things are not going to be perfect. I mean, if things were perfect, I wouldn't need this (laughs) new schedule, you know? Um, The next thing that I'm doing is continuing with my studies and my research, especially the craft. I do really enjoy personal development materials as well. Just because I feel like taking 30 minutes, 15 minutes, if you don't have, you know, if you got babies running around and crawling all on you, trying to eat off your titty or (laughs) they want your snacks. I don't know. If you are surrounded by people or your babies and you only got 15 minutes on a lunch break or 15 minutes in the parking lot before the building opens so you can go into work or whatever it is, do 15 minutes. I feel like taking that time to intentionally absorb (laughs) or take in personal development information is so good because it's like tending to your mental garden. You're putting in new seeds, new ideas, new thoughts, and introducing new perspectives to yourself. So you get to see things in ways that you may have never even considered them before. And this is very healing, very empowering, and it can help you make better decisions going forward. The next thing that I'm doing is um, to stop chasing people. I'm believing what people show me and, you know, particularly things from the past. So those, you know, retrograde is the time, especially when you have a, I think this retrograde is in Libra, if I'm not mistaken, sign that rules relationship. So people are reaching back and reaching out and, you know, wanting to be close to people that (laughs) they, you know, fucked around and lost or whatever it is. And in those moments, I think that it's really important to remain mentally aware. And what I'm personally doing for myself is I am maintaining strong boundaries. So now I'm not interested in hanging out, going out, anything. And I, you know, having so much work to do makes me lucky in a way, because in addition to not wanting to, I also don't have time. So I'm no longer chasing people, no longer trying to convince people why my idea is amazing, (laughs) why, you know, 
you know, something that I'm talking about might work better or work well. I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm just essentially taking my own advice and maintaining boundaries. The next thing is writing projects. So if you're an artist, and I feel like a lot of humans are, okay, if you are some kind of an artist, I really suggest making time, especially now that we have transitioned into my favorite season. We're in autumn now, approaching Samhain, just had Maven. And so if you're approaching, um, you know, the time of the year where maybe you're going to be traveling for holidays or you're going, you're making a a conscious decision to stay in, whatever it is, I want you to prepare for that um, by indulging more in your art. So creating some type of a project, maybe let's say you're a painter or you're an artist, maybe you could have a few tracks done or you could start a series of paintings or if you're a writer, maybe you could start a series of short stories just to get yourself back into a writing mode. Um, The writers among us know that every November we have NaNoWriMo, which is national writing, national novel writing, NaNoWriMo. Yes, National Novel Writing Month. Um, And it's a beautiful time. You sit down every day, you write 1,600 plus words a day. And by the end, you have 50,000 words, which is the equivalent of a pretty standard full book. So get yourself into the practice of writing or into the practice of doing your art again. Another thing that I'm doing... Um, is more the stuff that I want to do. So one of the one thing I'm planning to do before the end of the year is to go to Hawaii. Another thing is to go to Joshua Tree, and you you know all these videos about romanticizing your life. I have been taking that very seriously, and it's really helping me to be more present and to enjoy the small things. And as I've been saying for the last few weeks, gratitude is the way. This is how we attract more things into our lives to be grateful for. So I've been enjoying the small things, romanticizing my life and doing more of the things I desire. Now, obviously one of the biggest things I desire is to process all of these orders so that I can feel lighter, people can have their things and we can move on to some more fun creations with Bossy Bruja. The next thing um, I'm doing, especially in addition to that uh, writing project that I'm doing is creating out of grief. So I uh, posted a video on my YouTube channel last week that I was preparing a talisman. And that talisman is one thing that I'm working with to help me emotionally um, process out some of these darker, heavier um, emotions. But another thing I'm doing is pro- progressing with my goals. So nothing makes me feel happier than accomplishing my shit. Like, you know, like that just makes me feel really good. So to combat some feelings of grief, um, I'm already supporting myself through it, but to combat it, I am also progressing on my weight loss goals. So I'm sitting here with some Slim AM made. I've taken my chaga, my NRG, and my um, Iaso tea ready to take for the day. Took some Blossome Um and I'm feeling really good. Uh, sea moss, Nutriburst. I'm going to go and I'm going to, I hate when I say I'm going to, I'm listening back to a recording and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to hit the trail, which is pretty close to my house and take a walk now. Um, just as soon as I'm done <laughs> putting this podcast together and posting it. Uh, another thing that I'm doing is really maintaining my vision of my desires and my dreams. And what I mean by that is, doing everything I can to continually bring my mind back to the image, the idea, the feeling of what it is I'm working hard to create and manifest. Um, By the way, I really hate when people tell me, work smarter, not harder. No, bitch, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna work smart. And I'm gonna do everything in my power to to work faster, okay? (laughs) If you listen to people who have actually created wonderful success in their lives, they all talk about working hard. All of them. Nobody says this, work smarter, not harder. No one says that, (laughs) Okay who's actually created massive success. I was watching the new Britney Spears documentary yesterday, which is fucking free, free Britney. Okay. First of all, free Britney. Okay. Fuck is y'all talking about free Britney. It's another Sagittarius queen. They out here abusing this woman. And I didn't realize what she was, that she was going through all that. Can you imagine what it's like to be essentially imprisoned by your family? to this very day 
over 13 years and to not really have any say in what is done in in your name with your businesses with your money like you guys have to go watch it but um in, in Sagittarius love freedom we have to be free I I fully believe the only reason she's still here is because she loves her clients and or I mean her uh, fans and because she loves her children I saw a meme I told you guys I take memes extremely seriously on on Brujaria girl on her page that said um there are some people who are only alive because of their children so understanding that that level of sadness, that level of intensity, and I hope she wins. And I have nothing good to say about her dad, nothing. <laughs> um, but so I was watching this documentary, and and Brittany was talking about how there is a level of luck, or the, someone in the documentary, like there's absolutely a level of luck that is needed, but it actually takes a uh, she said Olympian level of luck, self-belief and hard work. And one thing she said multiple times is I am not good. I am great. Oh, Sagittarius for you. People be hating on Sagittarius so fucking hard, but everybody got a Sagittarius fave and I stand by that. Okay. Everybody got a Sagittarius fave. You might not know they're Sagittarius, but everyone, <laughs> as a saggy babe. Okay. So listening to her talk about like, this is not normal. Like the results she's been able to create for herself. This is not normal stuff. This is not good. It's great. And it's required hard work. So I am pro hard work, smart work too. Obviously it's not smart to <laughs> to hire people who can't do the job is it, smart to hire people who can do the job. It's smart to hire people who actually want to work as opposed to hiring people who repeatedly tell you that they don't want to work, that they would rather just, you know, receive their money spontaneously falling out of the sky, I guess. I don't know. And not have to work when people are telling you all the time, exactly who they are, exactly who they are. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are my things. And this is my real goodbye <laughs> until next week. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe, follow us on Spotify. Share this uh, episode with a friend who you know has been struggling, particularly the last bit. They can listen to the last 12 minutes. I don't mind if you don't want to hear the whole story. Love you. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Bossy Bruja podcast. We're inspired by you and hope you are inspired along with us. To learn more about Ayadeli and to find more ways to live your best, most enchanted life, go to bossybruja.com, bossybruja.com, where you can read the blog, find prayers, invocations, and our witchcraft shop, where we have a carefully selected curation from books to abalone shells, crystals to smudges, and many delights in between. We are with you in this reawakening and are so glad you're here. Stay bossy, Bruja!